Hi, Brenna. Hey, G. Welcome back to Red Flag or Deal Breaker, the podcast where we talk about a little bit of life, a lot of bit of relationships, and everything in between. Today, we want to talk about dating in COVID. So what's your... Where have you been, Gianna? Like, oh what has gosh. your status update been over the past year? Where the heck have I been? I mean, we've all been going through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't heard there's been a global pandemic since March 2020. Um, and it's been insane. I mean, looking back exactly one year ago, like middle of May last year, I was living at home with my parents as many people went through that beautiful transition back to their childhood bedroom. <laughs> Exactly. Really yes. fun. I picked the guitar back up, so that was fun. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> Love that. But I mean, when the pandemic hit and um, things were just super confusing, I went home, spent a few months at home. It was beautifully boring. Mm-hmm. Hung out with my parents and my sisters and my brother and my sister's boyfriend and my grandma. Oh my gosh, we full had, house. We were pod strong. Mm-hmm. We sent like one person a grocery shop each week and it, it worked out pretty beautifully. But we would like really resort to playing games like balloon volleyball and like <laughs> beer pong with water. I love that. <laughs> we needed to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> that is fun. Yeah. And so I was home in Maryland for like three months, came back to San Francisco where I still had an apartment. Um, my roommate ended up moving back to the East Coast, which was so heartbreaking. She's, you know, one of my best friends. Uh, so I found a, my own place, studio. Super and, exciting. Yeah. And have been here ever since. And then when I got back, I sort of was like, all right, well, let's see what life is like uh, in the second half of 2020, which was <laughs> a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> but what was, give me your status update of the past year. Yeah, I kind of similarly, like I, so I lived in Bermuda for most of 2019 mm-hmm. um, and 2018. And then had come home back to the States. My parents, I grew up in upstate New York. And so I was there kind of mm-hmm. thought it was going to be a cute little stopover mm-hmm. before I moved either back to New York City or potentially West, which I ended up doing. Um, but I was home for a good chunk of 2020. So I was yeah. with my parents, which yep. was lovely, special time, you yeah. know, all of that. Um, and some of my high school friends were still around, but it was, yeah, definitely yeah. like a lot of nothing. You know, yep. therapy from your childhood bedroom will like really set you straight, well, I think, you know? I feel like that That's like cancels really out. Something. Yeah, because it's like you're going to therapy. <laughs> discussing things from your childhood exactly your childhood bedroom like where it all happened yeah i'm like oh yeah so for instance i was over here (laughs) these are some of the uh artifacts from that time this is the chair where i would sit and cry and pretend it's taylor yeah i'm like these are my collages i made and yeah (laughs) these are my emotional support collages (laughs) yeah so that's that's beautiful yeah so it was honestly it was honestly fine overall yeah. like I feel also very lucky and yeah. of course right but um time you'll always cherish it was very special mm-hmm. um and yeah I was working remotely and then which I always have actually so that was kind of normal oh, but that's uh, that must have been a beautiful transition yeah it was pretty easy yeah. it was good it was good <laughs> and then um yeah I came I moved to San Francisco in October kind of like spur of the moment a little bit like kind of I, I had been thinking about it and then started looking at apartments and I told um, like our friend who's like out here, which is like how I kind of was connected out here mm-hmm. and basically like found an apartment, moved in October and have been here ever since, which how was random. a wild <laughs> little transition. Yeah. I was kind of like thinking about Denver, thinking yeah. about New York, thinking about all over yeah. the place. And I'm so glad that you ever so um, see those prompts on hinge. That's like, what's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done. And it says like move to SF with one day's notice. <laughs> I roll my eyes at those, but like you actually did that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you should make that a prompt. Yeah, that would work. That could work. 
work. Okay. I'll add it. <laughs> That's great though. I feel like the living, the living at home was like a big 2020 moment. But totally. then once I was like, whoa, I feel myself reverting. I was like, I need my independence. I need to live alone. I yes. want to start dating again. Like I want to hit the ground running. Yeah. yeah. There was, I thought about dating at home a little bit and I was like, there's just, I know people do it mm -hmm. also, but yeah. like, I it was like, I live in the middle of nowhere and there's like 12 mm -hmm. people. I'm actually, that's yeah. a really funny roundup I have of like dating <laughs> photos of like people on date, not to make fun of the people, but more of the prompts were just like so oh, yeah. wild. Yeah. Hometown um, hinge. Hometown hinge. It's a, thing. It's a wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's a little yeah. time. So yes, was I feel like definitely coming back here. So what has it been like for you since coming back? Yeah. Like dating, relationships, that whole totally. time jumping back in. Well, I have also always been remote for work. So it was kind of like, whoa, I can be anywhere in this moment. But a lot of my friends were starting to come back to San Francisco. Uh, some trips planned to like visit friends other places once it felt safer to fly. Um, but really, I was like, I want to take this opportunity to meet new people not because i am like desperately looking for a boyfriend but because it would just be fun mm -hmm. and like it was kind of like a let's see what could happen scenario mm -hmm. and luckily sf makes it really easy to do like outdoor dates which <laughs> i'm sure we'll chat more about but like you know you can go to a park or go to the beach and these are things I'd probably be doing anyways because, you know, there's no bars and <laughs> what other hobbies do I have? So weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was like, um, I just, I don't know. I kind of, I wanted to be casual with it and see what would happen. Um, unfortunately, that resulted in a lot of like very meh dates, like nothing that really felt exciting. And, you know, I was kind of feeling down and out about it. And I was like, this is just really boring. It feels like a lot of people are either leaving or got in COVID relationships. Um, like a lot immediately. Of my, yeah. I feel like my friends were starting to not be single anymore. And I was like freaking out. I was like, Oh my gosh, like <laughs> I'm the old maid, <laughs> which is incorrect, but that's where my brain went. Um, but then I met Zach in October and it was kind of one of those things where I was like, Whoa, all these meh dates made this so much easier. Cause I was like, you are so easy to talk to. Oh, and this so is so nice. fun to sit here and eat pad thai with you right now. <laughs> so the mad dates were worth it. I love it. Put that on a sweatshirt. This yeah. is so fun to sit here and eat pad thai with you right now. <laughs> Wait, I think that should be like a Hallmark greeting card. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of my dating status update. And, you know, we've been together since October and it's been really great. But it's also been like, whoa, our entire relationship has been in a pandemic. We've never been to a bar together. That's so funny. We've never been on a plane. That's so funny. I love, there was like some really <laughs> funny um, tweet that went out a while ago that was like, um, I don't know, I was talking about stuff, like all the things that people in who have like started dating during COVID haven't seen each other do, Whoa. you know? What else is there? <laughs> I think mostly a bar. Mostly a bar, yeah. Movie yeah. theater, like mm -hmm. just like certain interactions with like wait Concert? staff. Concerts. Oh, wait staff. That's a good one. Or just like random things that you do normally, but you right. don't get to do in COVID. And I was like, it's sure. so funny to like think that you haven't been in a certain situation. Oh my God. <laughs> New anxiety. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, wait, but friend, give me your like past year dating status update. Yeah. So COVID I, edition. Exactly. I, edition. Totally. Um, I didn't really date when I was home, like kind of swiped around on things, but I was like, and like talked to a couple of people, but I was always like, I don't really know what I want to do while I'm living in my parents' home. Right. You know, I, so I didn't really do much mm -hmm. talking to people wise. And, um, but I moved here and kind of really like, feel like I hit the ground running a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, especially things were a little bit more open in October than there was like a serious shutdown. Yes. in 
December, January, early Feb. Sort October of. was so warm. October that? was so warm. Oh, that was also why I was excited to move here because yeah. I was like, okay, I'm in New York. Things are about to shut down for winter. Right. I'm not yeah. going to be able to do anything. Yeah. And so I was like, might as well go to the like, West Coast. We outdoor dined this whole time. Exactly. And <laughs> parks, like just like Very fun. the beach, Ocean Beach, yep. everything. Um, so yeah, I really used dating as a way to see the city, which was really mm-hmm. fun. Um, and so I just got to do a bunch of things, Mm -hmm. like go to different parks, lots of outdoor ways, lots of walks Mm -hmm. on the marina. Um, and it was really, it was really fun. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I went on a date and someone was like, how's your COVID dating going? And I was like, great. I love it. (laughs) And they were like, that's such a weird answer. I don't know what I was supposed to say, but I was just like, I feel like this is like really fun way to meet people, to see the city. Mm -hmm. I was super excited about it. The dates we're definitely like more ranging on the side of I have a lot of good stories out of this versus yeah. I have a lot of good like exciting connections like romantic uh, wise mm-hmm. or yeah. friendship yeah. like not that I was really looking for friendship but um more so of you know content yeah sort of sometimes you, you do it for the story yeah there's nothing wrong with that right <laughs> and you don't really know until you know exactly. I feel like like what would you say when you were like when you went on your date with Zach like I remember hearing about your date with Zach but like how did you what felt so different do you think than some of like your more mad dates yeah I honestly think it was like the ease of conversation and we had so much in common like Mm -hmm. we talked about travel and music and funny things we saw on Twitter and with everyone else it felt like pulling teeth to have a conversation yeah or maybe it's just like me being awkward no (laughs) it just it wasn't a match and it was Mm -hmm. like Listen, you are an EDM DJ um, who bikes everywhere. I am none of those things. <laughs> so, you know, that's inherent differences. I think yeah. it's beautiful to be different from your partner. But sometimes it's nice to have a lot of similarities. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, and I feel like things think, to share. Yes, I definitely relate to I feel like I feel like also there's been an up, like an air of this anxiety that everyone also has about dating and about like relationships and about like what this looks like. Like the first, when you first walk up to someone, it's like, are we going to take our masks off? Are we going to keep them on? The hesitation is so insane. Yes. Also. Okay. I also refer to this as like a, like a reveal of Mm -hmm. the face. Because it's like, of course you've seen their face, but it's like, especially if it's from an app or something, it's like kind of an, an odd, like unveiling. Yeah, it is. And like, do we, do we even hug? I, I want to mm. hug because we're outside. Right. Do I take my mask off to hug you? Right. Um, Do you hug on mask? Mask right. on hug? I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Masks stay on during hugs. <laughs> One time I was saying goodbye to someone during COVID day that didn't, it was fine, but it was like a fine first date, but didn't go super well. Mm. I hugged them. We had our masks on already because I called an Uber and I accidentally, my hand grazes their face swipes their nose and takes their mask off by accident. Oh, what did they say to that? It was just so awkward. And yeah. I was like, I'm, they were like, I was I'm leaving. I was like, tomorrow. I was like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I now gotta get out of here. Now that we shared germs, I think mm-hmm. our work here is done. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I will never see you again. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. But, uh, I haven't been there, but have been some other places. I mean, I had this one date that was at Baker Beach, and this was an EDM DJ guy, actually, who was not a bad guy. I just think we really didn't have anything in common, which, again, opposites can attract, but in this case, opposites, we were just opposites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, and, you know, he, he was super thoughtful. He brought, like, wine and chips and guac, and I was like, oh, my, you know, my expectations are really high. Well, we met at Baker Beach at, like, maybe 3 p.m., this could not have been a more cold August day. Oh. And it started just fully misting all over us. And we were so freezing. Mm. The conversation was good. 
the date maybe lasted like two hours and I was like, listen, I'm freezing. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just too cold. So the cold is like, yeah. it'll really get you, which yeah. is unfortunate. And then you ask yourself, like, do I look cute in this Patagonia puffer? <laughs> because I'm like in this Carhartt beanie, like I'm layered. Like, do you have gloves? <laughs> I know. It's like the most, that's like such an SF thing I'm learning. That's, that is SF summer where all of a sudden it'll be like 45 degrees and misting and you're going uh -huh. on a first date on the beach. Exactly. It's. A lot so of things funny. don't make sense. Yeah, I did not have the right coat when I first got here either. I fully thought Much like enough. West Coast is warm. Yep. And it's yeah. not. Yep. And I would have these like light jackets. I know. bring like a winter coat. Do yep. you think that was necessary? It is. Yeah, it's very necessary. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to actually do like bar and restaurant dates during COVID. I was definitely nervous about outdoor dining for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And then once we have like, you know, our late summer in SF in like September and October, I was like, okay, I'll do a restaurant or like drinks with the guy. Mm -hmm. um, so Zach and I went to Amano for our second date in Hayes Valley to oh, get yum. Italian. And that was fun because I got to see his like restaurant behavior and I was like, okay, vetted. Good. <laughs> you're, you're, nice, you're nice to servers. <laughs> you, I can tell that you like tip well mm -hmm. um, and you know that you're polite. So mm -hmm. that was crucial. But it took me a long time to have like a comfort level there. So I did mostly park stuff, mostly walk stuff split a bottle of wine, which was fun. But, you know, after a while, you don't want to do – you're, like, shuffling through people. Exactly. Do you feel like – and I feel like this is, like, such a thing of, like, that's going to happen now that things are more open and, mm -hmm. like, this is such a different place than we were, like, six right. months ago. So do you yeah. feel like you would still – do some of those more COVID safe dates? Like, yeah. would you do more park things? Or like, I mean, even with Zach, yeah. like not even, or it's like, what do you think people will be yeah. doing for yourself and then for other people? Who yeah, are I totally out? feel you. I think I would absolutely do the COVID safe dates again. Like I love a sunset moment when it's warm. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like weather permitting. Yeah. And maybe you have a little more choice around yeah, it too. Yeah, definitely. Like you don't have to be determined by the weather. I know. Or just like, what's the total that we got to go though? Yeah. I can't see you anywhere else. For sure. I like the like coffee walk as well. Like mm -hmm. get a coffee and walk in Golden Gate. Yeah. I think you and I do that all the time. I know. Like, that, sure. could, that could be a date. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, what about you? Do you think you'll continue COVID dating? Or are you going to be like a bar girl now that you can be? Mm, I feel like a mix of them. I don't, I feel like, I feel like it depends. Like I do like the low stakes of mm -hmm. like a park situation, but I feel like it is also so much easier to like go get a drink somewhere yeah, you know like I feel like the things about a park are like the commitment to a bottle of wine sometimes it's like I don't mm -hmm. know if I want to commit to a bottle of wine yeah. I don't know if I want to be here for like not because yeah. it's bad like I could definitely have a bottle oh, like yes, split a bottle please. of wine with someone but I'll have one right now but <laughs> I, we are um but <laughs> but <laughs> but like I, I've been on some dates where like first dates I feel like are tricky because you just don't know how it's gonna go mm-hmm and I've been on some where I'm like, oh, I want to leave. Right. And I'm not the best at leaving dates. Leaving like is first so dates. hard. And I feel like then you're kind of committed to this bottle and there's no other way that you can like leave. Like let's say right. you were like at a restaurant, there are, I don't know if it's true. There are courses. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there are like other ways you can leave or like you're like going to go get another drink somewhere else. You can like cut that mm -hmm. off, you know, yeah. versus a park. So yeah. I do love the outdoor parts though. Like yeah. I love Ocean Beach. I yeah. love park dates I love walks mm -hmm. um so I'm down for yeah picnic-y things and really like fun battle yeah. water sort of a thing mm -hmm. I love that how long is a bottle of wine like is that two hours is that one hour I don't know I've been chronically on first dates that are like over two hours and I think mm -hmm. when you're not thrilled that's mm -hmm. a little too long I know that that's so true 
And you're like, I mean, I'm because you're also pouring it yourself. Yeah, Maybe that's the difference. Right. And I can't sit here and chug this wine because I want to get out of here. I've done that. Oh, how was it? Just stumbled out of all that. You, like, grab a, you grabbed a straw. I was like, I gotta go. You're like, all right, Peter it's me and you, baby. I know. Yeah. So I don't know, but it's hard. It is just funny, and it also yeah. I think, like you said, with like your date with Zach, I feel like it is such a mix of like you hit it off with some people mm-hmm. and you have a lot of fun, right? Even if you're not like super attracted to them, or mm-hmm. right, like it's not like it feel like it can yeah. go any further, yeah. But then sometimes it's not. Exactly. And I feel like yeah. The ones it's not, it's just tough all yeah. around, even wherever you are, whether you're in a park or in a restaurant that or is so whatever. True. Like you either have it or you don't. And I'd like to think this is independent of location. <laughs> right. I think it is. Because <laughs> like if you go to a bar or a beach or on a hike with someone, mm-hmm. if like you aren't going to vibe, you could be on the moon and it could be a shitty date. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think so too. Now my new standard is like first date on the moon though. So my I mean, mind is, that's COVID safe. Yeah. You're There's a lot of space up there. Maybe with Elon up there. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought we would get along. <laughs> yeah, I also did a couple FaceTime dates or more affectionately Zoom dates. I don't know if you had any of these. If you ventured into I this didn't Zoom, but I did FaceTime. I want to hear about your Zoom those. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so get sent a link. This guy wasn't even like horrible. I, I enjoyed talking with him. Mm-hmm. I think it was again like, I don't know if we have a ton in common. Maybe you're like a little bit preachy about your like love of cooking and art. Like it seemed a little pretentious, but it's okay because I'm pretentious about some things. But he sent me a Zoom link. <laughs> and first I join and I'm in the waiting room oh just God. waiting. And was it a business link or was it a personal I link? I think it was a personal link. Okay. Uh, which, by the way, I have 40-minute time limits. Right. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but like I didn't know where to position my laptop to like make myself look attractive and then he had a full like podcast mic setup which like jealous he could give us some tips Bren <laughs> can you reconnect yeah. with this guy yeah, yeah. but certainly back yeah <laughs> what mic do you use uh his audio quality was unreal but the conversation was kind of like dying out and I sitting in my apartment alone had had quite a bit of wine mm-hmm. so I had to pee so bad and I was like listen I need to run to the bathroom <laughs> like I'll be right back like in a way I was trying to wrap it up and I thought he would be like it was really great talking to you and like he would pick up the vibe and whatever oh, no. yeah. but that was not the case because then I went to the bathroom and get a text from him and he sends me another zoom link like a second link. It was different from the first meeting. So it was, oh like, it was a brand new Zoom meeting. Oh my God. <laughs> so then I rejoined the waiting room and said hello again. And we kept the conversation going for like maybe another 30 minutes. Like <gasps> by the grace of God, I actually don't even know what I talked about. Oh, that's so yeah. long. Um, so that was kind of my first and only <laughs> and last uh-huh. <laughs> like Zoom face tending adventure. It's just not for me. I, I need to be in person and like. Yeah feel not awkward doing that oh oh my god the sending of the second link is so bold yeah it's like what's a nice way to be like "Mm, first link was enough (laughs) (laughs) um i'll stick with one thank you i'm actually meeting over yeah oh my gosh no that's wild i didn't do any zooms but Mm -hmm. when i first got here i didn't know what the vibe was i didn't know what to do (laughs) with like dating and covid and so i did some facetime dates i did Mm -hmm. like two i think facetime dates pre like having an in-person date Mm -hmm. and honestly both of them went really well Mm -hmm. but my takeaway from them is that they are just too easy like Mm -hmm. I didn't get a vibe I feel like also I talk 
to people like we all talk to people on zoom all day long yeah. so like i feel like i can carry a conversation yeah. with you with a stranger or you know right. so we're getting good at it <laughs> yeah so i was kind of like i feel like this is just kind of too surface level like i don't know if i really like you or if mm -hmm. we just got to keep this going in a pretty easy way right I also tried to have a cocktail competition with someone to make it fun. That's fun. Yeah, I was like, let's both make a drink and like we'll see who wins, like sort of. How do you judge? I don't know. It wasn't <laughs> thought that thought out. But I did make drinks for my roommates also, and they were like all too strong and no one would drink them, and then I drank it. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, so that was well, my I think you won. I did win. Oh, and I tried good. to send a handshake emoji, which is my favorite, mm -hmm. of course. I love the handshake emoji. Me too. And I was like, let's mm -hmm. compete. And he was yeah. like, had a weird reaction to my handshake emoji. And mm -hmm. I was like, this might not be the vibe, but yeah. emoji culture. It's a thing. I, I know. So I don't know. I wasn't, I just didn't find, I'm not opposed to a FaceTime date. I just didn't find them as helpful. Mm -hmm. You know, I was kind yeah. of like, maybe, maybe like if this had gone super badly, right. I would have, cause those two people I went on like second and third dates. Yeah. With, so they, they were a fine, you know, yeah. fine overall, but I don't know if it would help me weed out as much. Right, you know? I know, and I think that's the point. Is it's Right, like, I just wanted to know if this is worth going on a first date. Right, basically. and it's like, to be frank, I want to limit the number of people I'm seeing in person, or you know, mm -hmm. this was me last summer, and it's like, I need to FaceTime date you to see if it's worth like actually meeting up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> first barrier to entry. Yeah, so I feel like that was kind of what, but that, I don't know if I would do that again. Unless I had like met someone already and then it's just easy. Like I love FaceTiming. Mm -hmm. I could be on FaceTime all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I love FaceTiming people. I love FaceTiming people I'm dating, mm -hmm. like friends, like anyone. Mm -hmm. So I love that. But it just, I don't know if I would use it as a tool yeah. going forward if yeah. I don't have to. I, yeah, I don't think that people will continue that as yeah, much. Yeah, me either. Um, Especially think, a Zoom. Right. A link is oh, like a whole nother level. I know. The Zoom link was intense. I think it served its purpose, and we're going to put her to bed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, she can go away now. Yeah, <laughs> goodbye. And, like, we're fully daxed, so. Exactly. I'll meet you inside any day. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like dating in COVID changed so much about, like, timelines and exclusivity. Like, I felt yes. the need to think about exclusivity sooner than I might have for people who I was into and like seeing again mm -hmm. and again. Um, like with Zach, we had the exclusive Congo after a month, mm -hmm. which maybe that's typical, but I feel like for me, I was like, whoa, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously we agreed. Um, but you know, you, you're not trying to date a bunch of people and kissing all over the place, like all at once. Right. So I think it accelerated that. And you know, I think for many, that was a good thing. I know. I think it's so interesting. And I think it's also like we're in a new phase now where like things are opening back up. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like a new pressure on relationships that are right. existing or like people who are dating mm -hmm. now. But yeah, I think it was totally like you kind of had to know what you were like, either be like in with someone or mm -hmm. like have those conversations and have a lot of hard conversations that you wouldn't have mm -hmm. otherwise. Yeah. Right. Like you that wouldn't be so talking true. about like what you're doing, like mm -hmm. who else you're seeing, like yeah. how many people you're seeing, yeah. like if you're wearing a mask, like, right? All those mm -hmm. different things that like you had to talk about yeah. because the world was weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <And> scary. <laughs> yeah, we all had to like have so many combos with people about like, you're hanging out with friends, like how many? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's so odd or like what people's like travel styles were like, oh my like gosh, how people were like treating COVID, like right. they're taking it seriously or not, or just like, and I think a lot of that was like, are you on the same page as someone? Yeah. Right. Not necessarily that someone is like right or wrong. I mean, we could go there, yeah. but yeah, I think it's more just like that you wanted to be on the same page as someone and also kind of, you know, are you like seeing other people? Like mm -hmm. how many people are you going on dates with? Yeah. And also it's hard. It was hard too, like, especially things really shut down in SF like around December because mm -hmm. my birthday is like December 5th. And mm -hmm. I know that weekend was 
literally every restaurant shut down from then on. So it's like, happy birthday, Brenda. Yeah, I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. we'll not be doing anything. Yeah. But like they, you know, I feel like that's harder too because then mm -hmm. how are you going to date people? You're right. either only in the park. Yeah. Or you're in someone's apartment, in mm -hmm. which case you probably also want to know what they're doing. Yeah. So what a weird like microcosm of reality we've lived in. I think it'll be a weird like tapering off to go back to normal where it's like there are some aspects of this that I'm happy to keep around. But I also have like major pandemic fatigue just from living this life. Mm -hmm. Like will this show up in movies and in media or are we all just like over it, it kind of like happened. move on yeah obviously we can't forget whatever happened and like you know the tragedy the of it all and mm -hmm. the impact but i think there are parts of it where it's like whoa i want to like go hang out with my friends indoors and not have to worry and you know for us anyways it's on the horizon it's so exciting yeah, yeah. i feel that even about like when we were talking about this episode and stuff we were like is this are we already kind of like beaten into the ground with all mm -hmm. this COVID talk but yeah. i feel like it's also been a huge chapter so yes. it makes sense to talk about it and yeah, talk about how things are going forward. Yeah, which exactly. is exciting. I know. That's beautiful. Well, should we get into some red flag deal breakers? Let's do it. All right. Well, this one. So a guy has a Velcro wallet. What do you think? Or a girl. Or a girl. Anyone has a Velcro wallet. Anyone who has a Velcro wallet and then you see them open their wallet and you hear the crinkle of, yep, of the Velcro. Thoughts? <laughs> initially, initially I would have been like, it was interesting, but now I'm almost like, you know what? I bet there's a story of why you have this Velcro wallet and Absolutely. I kind of want to hear it. Yeah. Is it because you really like it? It's because it's uh, weird yeah. and funky yeah. and like kind of vintagey. Mm -hmm. So I might be into the Velcro wallet. Is it a green light? It's a green light go. Yeah, it might be a green light go. Yeah. I think I'll say green light go. I would feel sad judging someone for their wallet. Mm -hmm. If they judge me for my wallet, that'd be sad because mine's like my cards shoved into the back of my True. phone case. So mm -hmm. if it's a two-way street, that wouldn't be fair. Exactly. I'm kind of excited by it. <laughs> yeah. I want to learn more. And how fun. Wallet. <laughs> yeah. Get to hear that. I also grew up with a duct tape wallet. And one of my one of my middle school friends would sell duct tape wallets all throughout school. Oh. And he's an entrepreneur, say the least. So. I love that. Where so Where is he now? <laughs> he's doing just fine. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Still selling them? Side hustle? I think so, yes. Yeah, okay. Find them on Etsy. Okay, perfect. I'll, <laughs> I'll get right on there. Yeah. Can I add some Velcro to the duct tape? Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Well, innovative. <laughs> well, okay, what about if they use too much salt in their cooking? Very niche here. That's really niche. I love salt. Okay. Great. Not nearly as much as I love sugar, but I think if they use too much salt, it's going to be inedible. Yes. I'm going to say that's a red flag. And also, I care for your health. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you, you know, to feel all puffy after that. Mm -hmm. I want that for you. I don't yeah, want that for you. Exactly. Right. <laughs> red, red flag. Yeah, I agree. And I think it would just need to be a conversation. Like, kind of like <laughs> communication is key. Right? In general, like, if solve. you're with someone and you're both cooking for each other mm -hmm. and you're really not liking it in Whoa, general, that's, that's a hard conversation so to have. True. I've been in this situation with the too much salt and I mm -hmm. didn't get to the point where I got to broach it, but I thought about it. <laughs> I was like, the next time we make eggs, I'm going to need to discuss yeah, yeah. the salt. Ooh, salty eggs. Relax. Yeah. Thank you. Um, important, important. <laughs> Thank you for your validation. <laughs> All right. What about if they don't understand your job or what you do for a living? Okay. I've also been here. Yeah. But, um, Brent is, um, I feel like it's hard. I feel like, I feel like I take this as like someone not making an effort to get to know you or like, um, be 
like interested in you mm -hmm. sort of. And yeah. so I find it like a red flag deal breaker, honestly, in that way. Like, I think there's a difference between like, maybe not understanding like the nuances of your field mm -hmm. or what you work in or, you know, understanding your job to the degree that you do. Yeah. But I feel like at least for me, and I feel like a lot of like you as well. And like mm -hmm. a lot of people like are passionate about what they do too, mm -hmm. or like either way, it's a huge part of your time yes, in your life. For sure. So I feel like respecting it and at least putting in the effort to like be interested yeah. and ask questions about it totally. is a big deal. So I yeah. will go back to say deal breaker. Yeah. I think this is a deal breaker for me too, because it's like, are you not even a little curious? Right. <laughs> like, that's alarming. Right. Do you not think I'm awesome? Yeah. <laughs> right. Or just like, I feel like, and I feel like maybe someone could hear this and think, oh, like, you just want to talk, like, or if you're, like, thinking, like, it has to be conversations about your job all the time, I don't think that's even it. Oh, yeah, I think that's not it at all. I think it's more just, like, I respect and, like, I'm excited for you about mm -hmm. what you're excited about. Yep, agree. I even like leaving work at work, and I prefer to not talk about work a ton, because mm -hmm. sometimes it's just, like, well, I do that so often, like, right. enough. Um, but I think it is really important for someone to put in the effort to understand understand what it means to you and, you know, have intrigue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Okay. So what about if they're a bad tipper? Oh Red my gosh. Bag, deal breaker or green light. This is a deal breaker. Like I just, as someone who has worked many a time in the restaurant mm. space, it's like, if you aren't a good tipper, you shouldn't go out to eat. Tip 20%. I understand if you want to tip like 15 if the service isn't great, but like, please tip. It makes me so sad when people don't. And I'm like, I feel like you're being cheap. Right. I know. I feel like it's also like, if you're going to pinch pennies, like mm -hmm. don't do it there. Exactly. Do it yeah. somewhere else or don't go out to eat. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like cook at home. It'll be cheaper. Right. Like, I feel like this is just not the spot. Like essentially you're taking it from your weight's Staff, yeah. you know it's not like that's you're a really, really good point you're just I feel like that's like if that's what you're at if that's right. what you're after is like saving some money like right. this is not the place to do it I agree and I think it's also a deal breaker when they do it to make a point where it's like well my water wasn't refilled and it's like all right you're paying too much attention yes <laughs> like let's relax so also, I think it's a deal breaker I would agree yeah. yeah I feel like that's also probably an attitude I don't vibe well with is when someone's trying to prove a point in that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> doesn't go out yes, there. I'm like, I don't like that. Yep. Yeah. Like I'm turned mm -hmm. off by that. Mm -hmm. Agree, agree. I love that that's a universal deal breaker. I, I'm curious if people agree or disagree, mm -hmm. but for me, that's been a standard. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, this one's kind of funny. What about if someone wakes up at a different time than you in the morning. So they're either an early bird and you sleep in or they sleep in way later than you, RFDB. Okay, I feel like I could be neutral about this, mm -hmm. but it's like a green light if you wake up at the same time. You know, like I think it's more just exciting. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I'm pretty like an early morning person and I love mm -hmm. like waking up early with someone and being able to go get coffee and like walk oh. around or like go do something, go on a run or that whatever. Nice. I love that. And I'm a morning person too. So I feel like if someone's sleeping in, like maybe then I would just like have my own morning and like mm -hmm. come back to them and maybe that would be fun. Yeah. I love that. Or potentially, I mean, I don't know if I would feel like, oh, like I want you to be doing these things with me, but I wish we could hang out, but you're asleep. You're asleep. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's more like I would just want the opposite. So yeah. maybe it's a red flag, but yeah. I don't feel like it's a necessarily bad thing. I just feel more excited by when you do. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. I would say this isn't as much of an issue for me. Like, I guess I'd say green light go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Zach definitely wakes up earlier than I do. 
Um, and for me, it really just depends on what time I went to bed. Like I can get up at seven and have a day mm -hmm. or if I'm in like a dark, quiet room, I will also sleep till noon. <laughs> and I think it's good because if you have that balance with someone, you can also, I can have my own morning without him or vice versa. So right. this one doesn't bother me as much. I think it would be a red flag if they were like really sleeping in super late because yeah. then I'd be like, all right, I'd be <laughs> no more day together. Right. Right. No, I feel the same. <laughs> also, this is our weekend. <laughs> exactly. And I love like, I, not that this has to be like an hourly thing, but I love like sunrise. Like I oh, love like pretty. morning things. So uh -huh. I feel like Maybe it is like more important or just like is more exciting to me mm -hmm. when that is part of the relationship too. Yeah. And you feel like you have more day. So much more day. Yeah, and yeah. I love nothing more than like waking up, maybe sunrise is involved, maybe not, but like getting coffee in the morning and like mm -hmm. going to like look at something or like yeah. walk around somewhere. It's like, yeah. ugh. And I feel like this is such thing. a thing in SF, like the sun's poking through the trees and it's like so crisp. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yes. Important. I'm obsessed. Mm. Now I want to like wake up at six and like, be productive. <laughs> okay, we can do it. Do okay. you want to go watch the sunrise? Sure. That would be beautiful. I love sunrise, yeah. I do love the sunrise. Um, okay, last one. What if you start dating someone, but you find out that their COVID behavior, super relevant to today's topic, uh, mm -hmm. their COVID behavior was crazy. So they went to huge parties or like went to Miami during the peak of COVID. Like what if you found that out after the fact? Like post-pandemic dating, you find out that they went buck wild red flag or deal breaker yeah kind of also experienced this but in real time so i don't know i was just saying like i so during COVID, i dated someone who was definitely more aligned with this and that was kind mm -hmm. of ended up being like a schism in our mm -hmm. relationship because we were just like had very different COVID. yep uh, just i don't outlooks, know approaches. outlooks approaches yeah. yeah like behavior that's hard it was hard and it was and like awkward to talk about awkward to talk about and also like this would not be a conversation right. in any other setting exactly. right it's so weird and if specific. this were march 2019 this would be a non-issue yeah I'd be like are you wearing a mask <laughs> yeah. like what even or like why are you seeing people inside yeah like, exactly 30 person parties like yeah so i think it's super weird so at the time i definitely see how this would be more of or this for me at least was like more kind of like a, a hard and fast, like these are really different approaches that we're having to this thing that's happening right now. And this isn't going to work, mm -hmm. but I feel like my thing, my fate, my thoughts would be now, like mm -hmm. if I'm hearing about someone's behavior over the past year would be just like, what does that mean? Right. About like either like rules or like how you think about other people mm -hmm. or those different things. Like I would, maybe it's a red flag for me. It's right. a red flag for me. I don't think mm -hmm. it would be a deal breaker, but I think it'd be a red flag of like, and I would want to know, like, in mm -hmm. situations that are going to come up more now, mm -hmm. like, what you act like, how this will, like, interpret or how this will, like, flow into, like, our current relationship. Definitely, yeah. What do you think? I think I would also say red flag. I think it's, like, kind of a question that, you know, people will ask where it's, like, do you care about others? Mm -hmm. Because if it seems like they were totally off the rails, I would probably be hurt by that and be, like, whoa, a lot of people died from this. Like, this is yes. a very serious thing. Then again... I was never perfect. Like I took some flights. I would hang out with friends inside. Mm -hmm. So I can't be just like doxing everyone. But I think it, it would be a red flag, especially yeah. the large trips and just the disregard for people going through it um, wouldn't make me that happy. So I think red flag is a good, you know, in the middle answer. Yeah. And I feel like also it's more just like, I feel like these red flag deal breakers too are kind of like, are we aligned, right? Because like mm -hmm. someone else could have a totally different, like red flag deal, like answer to this mm -hmm. and that's great for them, yeah. right? But I feel like it's more just like, 
I'm flagging things that like sound like we're not compatible. Yeah. Maybe, you know, yeah. so I'm well, like, a literal red flag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it exactly. I completely agree. So our listener question today is from Maya in Chicago. And Maya is asking, how do you pe- meet people IRL? Now that COVID is changing, things are opening back up. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you meet people if oh not gosh. on the apps? Like right. now that we have more options that right. are coming at us, what are some things that people can be doing? Yeah, I love this question. I also think, <laughs> I mean, I literally met my boyfriend on a dating app, so I'm not a dating app hater at all. But I understand the intrigue and like the desire to meet someone organically and like meet them out or through a friend or, you know, through a mutual activity. Mm -hmm. That's really fun. And it gives you a great story. Um, I have a couple tips. This is how I've met friends and, you know, some significant others. Join, you know, sport teams, kickball teams, events in your city. Maybe it's like a bike crew or a walk Mm -hmm. crew, Um, any variety of you know, free and low cost events. Yeah. Great way to meet people. Totally. Um, you know, through friends at bars and at park hangs. I've also met some people on the street. <laughs> this is true. This sounds really sketchy, but like <laughs> I there are two instances of guys who I dated where we met on the street. That's wild. Sometimes physically bumping into each other. We. Yeah. Same more. Yeah. So <laughs> well one guy was when I was studying abroad in Copenhagen in Denmark, Nicholas, Mm -hmm. very fine guy. But it was just funny because we met outside of the grocery store and he just kind of like stopped me. And this does sound a little sketchy, but we exchanged info and ended up hanging out and it was so fun. I love, that's so wild. (laughs) Yeah. I think the best approach is like, when in doubt, just go up to someone and say hi, which is so impossible. I am not good at doing that. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, it was really fun. So I feel like there's so many. Yeah, I feel like there's so many things. Like we just joined a kickball team together. And I feel like that's a great way to meet people. I know in New York, like Zog Sports is big, kind of like the same deal. It's like a bunch of different things that you can like do be on different teams and like join different things. I feel like, um, and friends of friends. Like I feel like there are going to be like things that are opening more back up and Mm -hmm. people are hanging out more and you're going to be able to meet people in a different way. Like I also get the dating app fatigue. Like, I feel like I've deleted the apps for like the past month ish. And cause I kept felt like I kept on going on dates and was mm-hmm. like meeting people, but it felt a little bit like pulling teeth, like nothing yeah. about those people, but mm-hmm. just, or like sometimes you were having fun, but I was like, this just isn't a match. And like that yeah. I want to keep on seeing you. Like I'm not super excited. And I feel like that's part of like what can be cool about dating apps, but also hard is that it's so random. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, the times it works, it works, and that's awesome. But the times mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's kind of like, what do like we want that like common space, which I think in person things can kind of bring you yep. to, which I think is exciting. Yeah, and like a nice compliment to have both of them, or one at one time and then the other, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So I feel like those are such awesome like ways to meet people. Yeah, I think it's all about if you advertise. You know, it doesn't have to be all the time, but just letting your friends know, like, look, I'm open to meeting people. Yes. Like, speaking into existence in a way. I love like, that. Hey, guys, let's go out. Let's go to the park, and let's see who we can meet. Exactly. I feel like tell your friends, like, I feel like this happens in our friend group a lot, is, like, people will be like, I'm looking for, like, I want to meet more, like, friends of friends, or I just want right. to meet new people, or I'm new here, or yeah. I've been here forever, and I have the same friends. I want to meet, like, expand my friend group, right? Yeah. I feel like all of those things that are more normal normally, mm-hmm. like, outside of COVID are going to be more accessible. So I think even though it's felt like dating apps are pretty much the only way you can meet people over the past year and a half ish is 
now that will be shifting. So you'll yeah. still have them, but like there will be other people that you're going to be yeah. meeting to. So totally kind of agree. like hold on to that. Yeah. Like we're <laughs> entering the summer and yeah, it'll be yeah. exciting. It'll, and it'll happen. Exactly. I feel like our second date went pretty great. I loved our second date. I, I think there will be a third. <laughs> Definitely. Um, next week, I think we should talk about dating in San Francisco and other like city-specific things. I mm-hmm. think we have a lot of tales of SF in the Bay Area, and we can gain insight from our friends in other cities. But I think I think that would be a fun one. I love that. We should do this again sometime. This was really fun. Next week. I'll see you next week. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.